Second. Sorry, Charlie. Aye.
additional positions uh, simply because you're simply moving people. The one thing we talked about this morning in your pathway programs, and I'm sure both my school principals here this evening they will concur on what I'm about to say, you would take your entry level pathway courses to the Montreal Academy. The only problem with that is you have seniors who sometimes have open slots in their schedule and have to take additional courses, and a lot of times they will fall into what we consider a first time or first level course if it's not a pathway program or a pathway high school. That would be a concern. This helps the high schools, does not help the elementary schools or the middle schools. We still have a graphic problem there. The, uh, Mr. Stewart informed us that the GW, GW Harvard uh, would require an additional survey line. It currently has one small line uh, with the increase of being a, uh, if we remove JMC to that building, would, would, would require an additional So that was that was one of the first things we talked about. I'm not sure. I think Dr. Levy came up with this idea. Dr. Levy came up with it uh, possibly in middle school as we were looking at ways to solve the issue. So that is one of the six ways that we're going to talk about tonight. Mark, would be question. Just as a question, because you put a lot of thought into this. Do you have dollar costs on these yet? No, it's going to take us a lot longer to get dollar Okay. All right. We need to summer. The other, the other little concern I had, it's funny, because I went through the whole schematic at JMC in the 2008 line renovation, and I'm one spot on the schematics that has square footage to build it. So I should usually can't make the two by four foot ceiling tiles.
increases the number of students who attend Sussex Central High School and Indian River High School by approximately 200. Um, transportation is already in place. This happens to be the one where transportation is not going to be a joint issue. Cons. Uh, the IRAC facility would have to be relocated to make room because they would have to take an entire downstairs of IRAC. Minimal impact, I think, on reducing enrollment in Sussex Central more so than Indian River. Because if you, if you take a look at having two classes, roughly, as they've done K-8, if you look at high school, approximately 50 kids per grade level, they go in the same ratio as they currently have. We've got about 200 students. Probably 100, 110 would be Sussex Central students, about 90 in Indian River. It was significant help Indian River because they're growing at a much slower rate, but it's going to have very little impact at Sussex Central, but it's going to take four years before you see the full impact at that Look at number four. This is this is a big one. Review. This is again a certificate necessity for the 2019-2020 school year. Pros and lead gauge traffic at all three levels, elementary, middle, and high. Provide sufficient, uh, sufficient space on all district level schools for approximately 10 years. Cons. CN may not be approved at the state level uh, due to increased number of major capital requests. And we've already had two failed attempts at trying to pass this through. I did talk to Dr. Bunning and Goldberg and try to get an opinion from her. And I kind of got the feeling at first that it was, it was to the point where you know, we, we do have other districts at Quinnaman, Milford, uh, Smyrna, who are all going to be looking at major capital improvements this year. I'm not sure if there's any other than those three. But we would, we would have to go back into the queue, and we may or we may not be approved at that department level of our education to move forward with another record. Just something up in the air. The uh, number five, we could continue to add portable classroom units. Pros of that, it gives us additional space in our schools that are over capacity. Cons, amount of costs based on five-year visas to be very expensive. Uh, we're running into permits to local, uh, or we must obtain permits to local municipalities, counties, and state, and I will tell you now, I'm going to report this out tonight. We did not get a letter of no contest from Delgott regarding bringing four portables in to Sussex Central due to not having sidewalks in the front of the school. So we're going to have a fight, I believe, to get them to approve it, that we can bring in the trailer. We have sent a letter to them asking for a meeting and stated our objection. And we've also sent copies of that letter to the local legislators as well. Which school are they asking us to put sidewalks in Six, I would say probably is the least popular of all of them here. Consider 
redistricting in terms of tenants area balance. Pros, reduced enrollment at some schools that are over capacity. Here's the comments. Transportation system needs to be redesigned. Currently, we really don't have sufficient space, even in the southern part of the district, to pick up extra students from such a central high school or at some of We could pick up probably 50, I think, at the Andy River site when we reach building capacity. Southern Middle is already at 100% capacity. This would possibly help with East Millsboro simply because we have room at JMC and we have available room at Farmer Center. Transportation costs, as soon as we do this, will increase because we'll be taking kids once we go from the north to the south or vice versa. We're going to have longer routes and added on them so we can see the increase in transportation. These are the six that we intended to gravitate to as being a, a logical ones we can look at. You notice they all tend to circle around James and Carver. Uh, SDSA somewhat could, could help if we were expanding that. But again, we're all going to put the price tag. And it's going to take us a little bit of time to you know, figure the price tag out. All right, my first question is does it have to be one only or can we do a combination? We can do anything in the board which is us to do. Because there is a combination that we can look at. Personally, we can do any one of them, but ultimately item number four has to be revisited for the long term. And that should be done concurrently, in my opinion, regardless. And item four is the certificate of necessity. Ultimately, we don't have a choice. And whether it's rejected again or not, you know, that's going to force the public then to take a look at what we actually are going through and the impact it's going to have on their kids' education. Okay. I'm sorry we don't have a better breakdown of who voted for or against besides simply for or against to see where some of these folks are coming from. We, we have a little bit of time, small window. Mm -hmm. um, that is what the, the board decided that was something we were able to explore. I think uh, we need to know that this evening that would be required if we were going to vote on any of these that would require a vote to do because we would have to prepare that document. Do you see our enrollment going down at all? Ever?
Well, like I said, one way or the other, we've got to pursue item number four. For the long-term picture, the rest of these, they're temporary, they'll work for a while, but they're not going to cure anything in the long run. Well, we've had another year to basically take a look at what the enrollment and what's going to happen. I, I say we take what we had and probably tweak it to the new realities. You know, they've got a better handle now on what is happening and, and where. And if we know we have 1,200 homes, even if 200 of those have two kids each, that's another 400 kids. All right, you know, 20 to 1, that's 20 classrooms. So you got to do something. And even if we have to go into a queue, at least we're in it. And it's. No, I'm sorry. Mr. Fritz, I agree. Two questions then. Um, Three percent is that based on reality? Did they actually run the numbers, or is that is is that wishful thinking on their part? Okay. And the second is the dollar amount per square foot going to go up accordingly to accommodate all these other changes they want us to make? Okay. So we're just going to have to do more with less. I would say if you go to any 
Well, when you talk about property owners paying the taxes, yes, they are. But every renter who rents a piece of property is going to end up paying for it. So it's, it, to me, that's a bogus statement. Um, ultimately, whoever rents or lives in a house or anything is going to end up paying the tax. So it's not just the property owners. Basically, ask, okay, 
The other side of that coin is that not only don't we have enough money, but all of the other kids that are local kids are now being denied an opportunity because we're struggling along. And that means every other kid that is here legally isn't getting what they need as well. And it's not just that they want to they hurt the illegals, you know, that I, I kind of understand that because they, on, on the one hand, but on the other hand, it's hurting the other kids that are already here. We don't have the resources to take care of them. So now you're hurting everybody. That's like, well, that's the other thing. We can't. We can't. We have no idea. Well, that's an 11th Amendment question, which hasn't thoroughly been decided yet. Okay. But it is the operating premise. You are correct. Mm-hmm. 
I'm not 100% certain that all of the public understands the difference between um, capital expenses and normal operating monies, okay? And if we start taking all the money that we're talking about to rearrange everything we have here, that's not coming out of a long-term picture, that's coming out of our routine monthly budget, okay? Which means that all of the money that's coming out in order to do all of these things is taking away directly from those kids' education right now. Whereas if we go the long-term capital money, and it's like uh, Mr. Fritz said, this is important. And I've been telling everybody who asks me that we're coming back regardless. Okay, so, you know, I, I'm, I'm convinced 100% we have to try again because we just have to. And we're losing, we're going to lose millions of dollars every year that could go into actual education simply trying to provide basic infrastructure. Alrighty. Thank you. 
That would, that's a really good point. Thank you, Mr. Peden, for bringing it up. I hadn't thought about that one. That brings us back to number one, which would make the quickest change in the various high schools and at least alleviate them. I, I frankly think we're gonna end up doing a combination of all of the above. We're still gonna need portables. Even if you do number one, you're still gonna need portables in some of our, our elementary schools that are the hardest hit, so. No, it doesn't. But it's a very big chunk, at least on the high schools. I think that's probably the biggest bang for the buck, at least right now, to alleviate that. And Sussex Central is crowded, period. We still have to do it. That five years. Yes. Yes, I agree. Just like that. Right. Georgetown. Mm -hmm. Yep, I agree. You're going to have to, you're not going to be able to do just one of these. It's going to have to be all of them, or at least a chunk thereof.
who we are paying for to do their jobs. Your job is to go out of them and make sure they come to you and help you get what's needed for the district. And everybody should be on board with that. Change the conversation, change the dialogue. Talk to these people in a different language, different messaging, different strategies, different approaches to reach different segments of your audience and your constituents. Words have consequences. When you say illegals, immigrants, they have consequences. So I was be careful of using that language in your general population. Again, it's time for change. Change is unsettling but necessary. You're going to have to find the courage. You're going to have to find the guts and your testimony fortitude to go out and do it. Because the people that I talk to who are not in my community, we are good. We get it. It's the people that are in the 65 that said no. And that 65 is more powerful than the yeses. Because we're standing here right now and they talk about it. So if they move board, if you did your job then to uh, educate them and bring them on board, we wouldn't have this discussion. We have money and you can move forward with what you want to accomplish. So something has to be different. Again, I've been in the business many times, senior government officials that I had to push to do legislative change in government, one of the hardest things you have to do from a change management strategy implementation perspective. It's time now, folks. It's time to let the kids know. These children need us to show courage. We can't expect them to be courageous if we're not doing it either. Stop being up with the taxpayers. Give us some options. What I heard today is six options. Why were these six options discussed before you went on for the first referendum? Where's your contingency? You're leaving yourself open. So I'm begging you, think about what you need to do to get what these children need. Every one of you sitting up here, somebody gave you an opportunity. Mm -hmm. Somebody gave you education. Go out here and do what you need to do to convince these people of why it's important to give us this money to do what we need to do. Roll up your sleeves. It's hard work. It's not going to be easy. Mm -hmm. Nothing worth having is easy. And if you sit here and you are elected and chose to do this, then you have to have the courage to take it the full 100%. Stop letting these kids down. I see it. And I have dealt with obstacles like this. And it's not easy, it is actually hard. But once you achieve it, you, can, you have fulfilled your obligation, you have satisfied what Mr. Steele needs, and you have done your job for this district. I'm here to help you with planning. I have the expertise, the experience, I've done this. It's not new. I don't have an academic one, but I certainly have a professional one of the things I want to say to you too is open your minds up to different business sectors. It's not always within your realm, academic. Go out and bring in other expertise from other business sectors to help you solve this problem. Is there? The money is there. You just need to communicate to the people for why you need to do it. Speak to their heart. Don't talk about their pocketbook. If you grab their heart and their feelings, they give you money. It's something. You just have to change your message and get it out of it. Okay? The kids need you. Let's not come back to you again, but option E, because that's not going to work. We've heard enough of it. It's time to go get the money. Do what you need to do with these children. Thank you. May I? It's funny, Ms. Watkins. We have a retired lieutenant general in my Lions Club, and while I was selling raffle tickets over the Memorial Day weekend, the first half of what you said, he chewed my rear end about almost word for word with what you said, okay? Because he said that it was that the reason it failed is because we didn't communicate the message better and we didn't um, focus on the right things, okay? So I think there are some people in the community that do feel that we could have done a better job in selling. I, I agree with you, okay? Yep. And I think throwing these guys out to the public and at least letting them see what we're talking about is probably what we need to do, okay? I'm still in favor of option four, though. Sorry. Uh, Joyce Levin. 
So, they're, they're, this can be proved by coming into Delaware. 
and start getting this money back and tell the state that the school system is recommending this and you want this into your schools. I mean, this money has got to come back. These kids have got to be educated. We don't want to have, or you don't want to have kids out here running around. Delaware has a high percentage of good students going. Now you, you, get, you got your students going, your athletes are going out here. Dell State, University of Delaware, they're sending good kids out here in this world. The kids are leaving Sussex County because there are not jobs. But if you get these schools built and get this added, like you said, you need more than one Catholic care. My niece graduates from Sussex Central 2019. And her lunch money was probably going to McDonald's because she couldn't get her lunch in time. When the lunch money should be paid back into the school, this, this money should come back to the school. Get enough cafeteria. You don't eat. It's not only classrooms that are going to be needed when these mm -hmm. schools are going forward. There's going to be cafeterias. There's going to be restrooms. There's going to be transport and faculty. Maybe it sound good, but I don't think it's good. Hard faculty. Get these faculty, get these extra teachers, and let them start paying some tax money too. Whether you get them from Delaware or whether you get them from another state, tax the people that are coming in here. And let them have to pay the taxes along here. Let us all pay. And, and, and by the way, I do have a rental property. And I do not charge my renters my property tax. Because I feel as though the property is mine, so I pay the taxes on, on whatever I have to pay. And I pay my fair share. I get a little disability help. But I'm paying pretty good taxes. I'm not down here with the two and three, five hundred dollars or more. Mine is sort of up here. And I'm paying because I know that's what I have to do. Well, it's, I figured that's the way you know, the normal life is, so I pay. Okay? And like I too, I'm not, I work, I work for a utility company. And by the way, New Jersey American Water and Sewer Company. I had worked in banking. And I learned and knew, I love to play with figures. And my figures are saying that for these part, these portables that you're getting, what I estimated for the newspaper of 22 possible portables for five years is coming out to about 4.6 million. This is what my estimation is. I mean, this is just an estimate because I know you cannot get two figures and when you're doing things. Now you get added on 160. Thousand dollars for sidewalk, and then you also just added on with another six hundred thousand dollars that I just added down for something mm -hmm. for the roof. Now you're up to about seven, close to seven million dollars. This money's being wasted. You, we might have to fix our roof and things, but why are we going to go into a five-year contract of wasting money paying? For something, and then within the next five years, a school got to be built anyway. And then you might wind up having to build an elementary or middle school within that time. I know we're going to have to. Why are we wasting the money going to Portland when we need the schools? We need the schools. I would say, time again. I'll be the spokesperson to the taxpayer, and when they tell me that they don't have any kids. Mm-hmm. 